Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Gaviscon. Nothing personal word of the day is Gaviscon for the last day of September 2021. The 455th. Nothing personal, not including sit downs. We have a great sit down coming at you later this week that I really think you're going to enjoy. Gaviscon. If you don't know what that is, don't pause. I'm going to tell you it's a synonym to Tums. Gaviscon is what I take when my tummy hurts, when I have a little heartburn, too much garlic, too many, too many onions, red wine, and you're feeling it, and you're grepsing, and you say, let me take something good. Gaviscon is something that I took running a Major League Baseball team quite often. I popped them like they were Tic Tacs. You watch your team play. You watch your team lose, blow leads in the ninth inning. Heath Bell was a Gaviscon-inducing closer, but there were plenty of losses over the years where you're just dropping it, dropping it like it's hot. Well, if I'm the owner of the Milwaukee Brewers right now, or the president, Rick Schlesinger, the owner, Mark Antonazio, the president of baseball operations, I think they call him that, David Stearns, you are taking Gaviscon right now. But more importantly, if you're a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers, go to Amazon, or if you don't, you want to support your local grocery store, you're worried about the supply chain issue, you can go to any store you want. Go in the antacid aisle. It's a little white bottle with a red cap. You can get it cherry-flavored or original. It's called Gaviscon. You've heard me talk about phone calls that I get when you're president of a team, the 6 a.m. phone call about Jose, the middle of the night phone call about DUIs. You don't get middle of the night phone calls about player injuries. Those wait. You get them the next day when you're in the office, you walk in, maybe on the drive down to the ballpark, you get your morning check-in call from your general manager. Here's how the call went in the Milwaukee Brewers, who have won the division, the National League Central. They are, in my opinion, the favorite to win the World Series. They've got three unbelievable starters. They've got a good enough lineup, as long as someone gets hot in October. They have two closers, Devin Williams being a setup guy, Josh Hader being a closer. Every time I say Josh Hader, I think of Napoleon Dynamite, but that's probably not the name of the actor, but to me it is. Maybe it's Josh Hader. I think we've gone through this. And maybe those guys can carry the Brewers to a title. You're driving in. You've won the division. Everything's great. The team's on the road in St. Louis. Phone rings. You see it's, 
your GM, no problem. Hey, we're talking postseason roster right now. We're catching up on a bunch of things. We can maybe talk about last night's game. Hey, we broke the Cardinals winning streak, yada, yada, yada. Phone call comes. Um, David, we got a small problem. What's happening? What, what happened? Uh, Devin Williams may be hurt. What, 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 what do you mean? Is it his elbow? Is it his shoulder? What happened? And I would have had access to the injury reports because I get them emailed to me every day. Every day, the trainers have to write. And we kept one set of medical records only. One set of trainers reports and trainers notes. Unlike the Padres, one set. You get an email to me. And what you see is a player, the injury, the treatment, expected time to be ready to play. And then the medicine that the player's on. So day four of a Z-pack when a player has chlamydia, let's say. So you'd have all that in front of you on your report. So I'm looking at a report the night before, right before I go to bed. I will have been in the training room after every game at home or on the road, get an idea of who's there, who the wounded are, who's hurt, what roster moves need to happen. There's a whole thing that you do with injuries when you're running a team. So walking and driving to the ballpark, phone call rings. We have a problem. Devin Williams is hurt. Oh, and how bad? <clears throat> what are you doing? What, what, what's going on? Uh, he can't pitch. Well, for how, what, 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 what did he do? Uh, he hurt his hand. My first question would not be, how long is he out? It would be, how did he hurt his hand? Because the answer to that would inform me in my mind what I was dealing with. I would hope to hear the following. He cut his finger while slicing a cucumber. Great. He's got a blister. No problem. He slept on it wrong. Heard that over the years. No problem at all. We'll take care of that. A little ice little anti-inflammatory. We pump these guys full of anti-inflammatories like you cannot believe. No problem. We'll get the in inflammation out. And then the words come, he punched a wall. I pull my car over to the side of the road. And the first thing I think of is that we're not going to win the World Series now. The second thing I think of is we're not going to be defending champions and with the ability to sell extra season tickets and extra sponsorships and have our coaching staff coach the all-star game and have a ring ceremony because I'm not going to have a pennant ceremony and raise a World Series banner. All of that is flashing through my head when my setup guy, a critical part of my team, I am told that he has punched a wall. The next, all of that's flashing through my head. I get back in the car, put it in park, put it in drive, get to the ballpark, go down to the clubhouse immediately, wait for the trainer, call the team doctor, have a conversation with the owner, make sure the VP of communications is aware of what's happening because we're going to have an announcement to make. And then I get the details. The details of Devin Williams' injury for the Milwaukee Brewers is that he was partying after clinching the division. He got hammered, then he got angry, and then he punched a wall with his pitching hand. Rewind, Coca. I forgot the most critical question I would ask. Not how did he hurt his hand. See if you can move this right to the front.
14, 18, 69. The first question when told about an injury to a pitcher and the pitcher hurt his hand and can't pitch, I would still ask, what hand did he hurt? (laughs) Thinking, is there any way that he hurt his glove hand? And then we can tape it up, give him a shot of cortisone. And if there's a comebacker, just say it's going to sting for a while, but you're fine. That's always the question you ask when a pitcher hurts his shoulder or his elbow. Which one? Of course, you know the answer. So Devin Williams is drinking to celebrate. And believe me, I'm all into celebrating. I remember getting absolutely hammered after winning the pennant in Chicago in the World Series in New York, because why not? Not from the champagne that gets sprayed and just stings your eyes. I'm so angry about all these people who wear goggles now. It's the sting that matters. That's what you love. And Devin Williams was celebrating their victory. Had some drinks, I guess. Went out after because that's what you do. Once you're done in the clubhouse, you go out and you celebrate. What could have happened that would have caused Devin Williams to do the single stupidest thing that a pitcher can do? The single. It's worse than any possible thing that you put into your body. Any drug that you do. Anything. Now, I'm not talking about drinking and driving and killing someone. Because drinking and driving is, of course, the stupidest thing you can do. But that's not doing it to your body. The single most destructive thing that anyone does, and I'm so furious and so worked up putting myself in the position of the Brewers executives, is when you get angry, you use your pitching hand to manifest that anger and you punch something with your pitching hand. What kind of jackass are you? What kind of out of control? Now, I understand being drunk. I understand having beer goggles. I understand the 2 a.m. decision for a slump buster. I understand being so angry when you think that someone has slighted you or is making fun of you. I understand every possible way that you can be angry or you can feel scorned. I've done it. I've felt it. And I've made people feel it. The entire spectrum of drunken, despondent rage. I make a living with my mouth. I don't manifest my rages by screaming at the top of my lungs and damaging my vocal cords to the point where I can't talk the next day. Now, I'll grant you, after a vomiting session or two, you can get a little scratchy throat. Devin Williams used his pitching hand to exhibit his frustration, and he is now out for the rest of the year. Just, I'm going to let that sort of marinate with you. Not the first time I've seen a player inflict an injury on himself. It absolutely happens. I've seen pitchers. My close friend and good friend, A.J. Ramos, was injured by punching the top of the dugout. We've had players get injured by doing things they shouldn't have been doing whether it's playing racquetball, whether it's driving. You remember Jonas Cespedes? He got hurt chasing pigs, running around the holes in his big ranch somewhere in Florida. When you use your hand to hit something, and it's not a squishy beer belly of the man who's trying to hit on your woman, there's a chance that you're going to break your hand. Because... 
the irresistible force and the immovable object? Or is it the resistible force and the immovable object? Is it the movable object and the I can't resist force? When you do that, you're going to hurt your hand. And when you hurt your hand, you can't pitch. He tried to grab a ball. He didn't tell anyone about it. My level of anger is growing by the moment because Devin Williams did not tell anyone about what happened. He showed up to work the next day. He took a ball to throw a bullpen and he could not throw the ball. Hey, what's wrong? Ooh, my hand hurts. Hey, why does your hand hurt? I don't know. It just hurts. Why don't you go to the training room? Goes to the training room, gets an x-ray, and he's got a fracture in his hand. And the Milwaukee Brewers did something that made me so happy. And it's exactly what I would have done. They made Devin Williams tell the media himself. They made Devin Williams sit in the dugout and meet the media. Here's how this goes. Before word gets out about what happened to your star player and how he got injured, we're going to tell the team. But we're not going to say it. We're going to have Devin Williams address the team. He's going to sit there in a packed locker room, stand up and say, I'm very sorry, guys, but I can no longer pitch this year because I'm a prize idiot. I punched a wall, broke a hand. While we thought we had a good chance for a ring, I know this franchise has never won a World Series. Haven't been to the World Series since 1980 freaking two. Almost 40 years ago. And I lost my temper. But can I just try? No, you cannot. No, no, I want to tell you what happened. Why I was so angry. Shut up. His teammates are so angry with him. When a player gets hurt, with a self-inflicted wound. No matter how close you are to your teammates, no matter how much you feel like your brothers, no matter how much love there is. And I've seen this and I've heard it. So believe me when I say, Milwaukee Brewers players are not happy with Devin Williams. If I'm the Milwaukee Brewers, I make Devin Williams tell the team what happened and then I say goodbye to him. I don't want him in the clubhouse. I don't want him in the training room. I don't want him in the ballpark. I do not want him anywhere. Devin Williams told the fans and the players, if I could take it back, I would. You can't take it back. When are we going to start learning that words have consequences? Actions have consequences? You know the expression, you made your bed, now lie in it. I never found that to be a very interesting analogy or metaphor to think about. I definitely make my bed every morning. I definitely lay in my bed and I also lie in my bed. But I like actions speak louder than words. Actions have consequences. My actions have had consequences. There's no question about it. My words have had consequences. Sometimes my words have spoken louder than my actions, which is, it happens, right? It happened to me more than I'd like to admit. So right now I try to let my actions speak louder than words. So when you meet your team and you say, I would take it back if I could, it's not good enough. There's not one player in that clubhouse who thinks that's good enough. There's not one executive around baseball who thinks that's good enough. I don't care what kind of rage you have. 
It's sort of like your phone. Have I told the phone story here, Coca? Back in the day, prior to when phones first started, restaurants would open their doors in the morning, nightclubs would open their doors in the morning, and there would be scores of lost telephones. Dozens of people left their phone in a drunken stupor. How many people leave their phones in bars right now? Maybe one a month. Phones have just become part of no matter how drunk you are, no matter how tired you are, no matter how out of it you are, you remember your phone for whatever reason. You can forget your wallet. You can forget a credit card that you left on a tab. You can forget how you got home. You can forget the apartment you were staying at, the Airbnb address, but you don't forget your phone. There is a rule that no matter how under the influence you are and you are a professional athlete, you do not hurt that which you use to make your money and make your team win games. What could have happened to Devin Williams that caused him to use his pitching hand to punch a wall? Did a woman say no? Did a man say yes? Did Was it not even sexual in nature? Was he upset that he didn't get his fried calamari in time? Did he not like the fact that he had to pay for drinks for everyone in the bar that he was in? Did he not like the fact that he wasn't closing games? I don't care what he didn't like. I am so worked up over this that I don't know how to explain to you how serious I would be as it relates to getting rid of Devin Williams and not having him as any part of the Brewers going forward. Will the Brewers have the guts to do it? Will they be as emotionless as I am and get that done? It's not even a worthy wait to see. And my last thing on the Devin Williams situation is that schadenfreude which means happiness, the misfortune of others, which is what every executive has. Now we all say, hey, we're so sorry that Noah Syndergaard is out for the season with Tommy John. No, I'm not. I run the Marlins. I don't want to face Noah Syndergaard. Oh, I'm so sorry that Devin Williams can't play in the first round against the Atlanta Braves. No, I'm not. If I'm the Atlanta Braves, I couldn't be happier that Devin Williams is so stupid that he's not playing. We always have to say publicly, oh, we don't want injuries. We want to beat their best. Hurry up. Remind me of the NBA champion who won that championship when the team playing the championship didn't have everyone. How about you, San Antonio Spurs? You upset that that uh, Patrick Ewing didn't play in 1999? Horse hockey. You love your ring. How about the fact that Golden State, when they lost to the Raptors, had no Kevin Durant or Klay Thompson? You think Kawhi Leonard walks around all day? Oh, I'm not a real world champion. Oh, I didn't deserve to win that title. Oh, I didn't beat the best warrior team. Negative. He looks at that ring and he gets himself max deals left or right. You think the Atlanta Braves or any other team cares when someone gets injured or the best player can't play? They love it. They celebrate it. You're right, the Braves are celebrating the fact that Devin Williams got hurt. And you're right. So are the Dodgers, Cardinals, and Giants. All right, as it relates to celebrations, someone had an interesting question that has to do with celebrations. You know what I want? (laughs) I want to talk to Samson. You know what I want. I 
just want to be loved. I just want to be loved. I love you, Elvis Costello. So you want to talk to Samson's from the movie Half Baked? I promise you I'm not even an eighth baked at the moment. I would never do that. Never prior to recording an episode of Nothing Personal. <laughs> I'm serious. I wouldn't. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe so. The movie Half Baked has a character named Samson. Get on Twitter at David P. Samson. Hit follow. Please just hit follow. If you don't have a Twitter account, just open it. Hit follow and then close it. Even if your name has 10 letters next to it or 10 numbers next to it is what I meant. Cut that. 90, 80, 69. Follow me on Twitter, David P. Samson. Even if your Twitter handle has seven numbers at the end. Get in there and ask a question. If it's a good question, I'll answer it on the show. If it's a great question, I'll answer it immediately and quickly on Twitter through DMs. And if it's an incredible question that requires a ton of thought, I may just let it go and sometimes get back to it, sometimes not. Hey, David. Hey. So you want to talk to Samson question. Okay. When a team locker room gets trashed during the celebration and they have to play the next day, what is the protocol? Do they replace the rugs? I'm thinking about the St. Louis Cardinals and their celebration. Well, the Cardinals celebrated. Here's what happens during the sixth inning of a elimination game. Prior to a game starting where you have a chance to clinch either a playoff spot or a victory in a playoff series. There is a shipment that is received of locker covers. It's these plastic covers that go over every locker to protect what's inside the locker. There are cases of beer and of champagne that are brought into the clubhouse. There are goggles for every member of the front office and uniform personnel and visitors that are brought into the clubhouse. And it's all kept away from where the players are. It's kept in a storage area because the last thing you want is for players to put the cart ahead of the horse. You are nine innings away from getting something. I'm not going to show you what you're going to get because you know it, but you're not going to see it. If they're winning in the sixth inning of a clinching game, everybody out of the locker room, because often during games, pitchers who have been in the game and are taken out or in the locker room on the couch, watching the game, You've got players who aren't playing back and forth into the clubhouse. In the sixth inning, everybody's out. Then the clubhouse manager, as well as all the assistant clubhouse managers, as well as people from stadium operations come into the clubhouse. They start hanging the plastic on every locker, covering every locker. If you have a lead in the sixth inning. They wheel out a huge cooler with ice that has champagne and beer in it. And then they have a laundry basket that has goggles and then an empty laundry basket. The empty laundry basket is used to put the game hat in and it gets replaced by the hat of what you've won. When you win the pennant, when you win the division, whatever, you get a hat. The game goes on and then you blow the safe 
and then you lose the game. When you lose the game, and if you're at home, you can never lose on a walk-off. When you're on the road, you can. So when you're clinching on the road, we have extra people in the clubhouse to get rid of everything unbelievably fast because if you lose, everyone comes back to the clubhouse and you will not see one, not even one bottle of champagne, can of beer, or plastic covering or pair of goggles. It goes away so fast that we rehearse it. Everyone knows what their job is. They know where they're going to put the stuff. But if you win, but if you win, that's a line from Let It Ride. But if I win, that's what Jay Trotter says when he's bet it all. Then you come into the clubhouse, you have the celebration. And then after two hours, let's just say it's over. Do you know the clubbies then work all night? All night. We have a cleaning service that's ready to come in. Not the usual stadium cleaning service, which, by the way, they come in and work during the night as well after games. But it's another rug cleaning service that is on call and ready to come. And that is a phone call that is made before the clubhouse manager gets to start celebrating with the rest of the group. You call in the rug cleaning company. And they clean it not once, not twice, but three times a lady because you got to get the smell out. You get the stains out. You clean up all the plastic. You throw it away. You take the unopened bottles of champagne. You keep them. You take the open bottles of champagne. You clean them out. You save a few to give to the players so they can have them as a memento. I have some right here. I don't know if you can see it. If I move my YouTube camera. So this is nothing personal with David Sampson YouTube channel. I'm going to move my camera in the middle of a show. Right there. Are you looking? That? Those are champagne bottles. All right, moving it back. Oh, God, Coke is going to be so upset. I'm not convinced that I moved that back and that it's straight in any way. Hold on. Let me try that again. All right. I think we're good now. So you keep the bottles of champagne. You clean the carpet. You get rid of the goggles, get rid of everything, because when players come in the next day after a celebration, it is critical that there is not one remnant. We spray it with Febreze. We spray it with cologne because you don't want to smell skanky beer because there's beer everywhere. And so we're doing a major spray. And when players come in, the next day, we do a late call. So if there's a game the next night, you normally would have stretch at four batting practice. After you clinch, if it's in the playoffs, there's an off day and just a workout. But you, if it's in the regular season and you have a game the next day because you won the division, you cancel batting practice and you let the players come in as late as possible because you need the time to clean. If you clinch on the road, the home team has to clean the clubhouse but they charge you. So it's an entire thing that happens when a celebration takes place. And it's like a well-oiled machine. There is an order, it's pre-planned, and it gets done perfectly every time. I want to just remind you of a great story of game five in the 2003 National League Championship Series at Pro Player Stadium. When the president of the National League, Bill Giles, was in the suite preparing his speech to congratulate the Cubs on winning the series four games to one because the Cubs were up three to one. The Cubs were winning the game. 
The Cubs visiting clubhouse was ready with the championship trophy, which was in the house. The champagne was on ice. (laughs) We kicked their ass. They didn't have to clean those rugs. Okay, when we come back, we're going to review the, as I told you we would, the Jennifer Hudson vehicle, the biopic of Aretha Franklin. And we are going to talk about, yes, we are, what's going on in the NBA with vaccines, Kyrie Irving, and money, 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 money. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. My name is David Sampson. Thank you so much for being with me. It has been one heck of a week. Today is only Thursday, though. We still have tomorrow. Please rate, review follow, download, do all the things that you're supposed to do. Take a minute. Coca takes all this time every day, hours a day, working multiple shows, working with someone like me who we can't stand to be around, which is why we're in separate studios. But he would like you all to subscribe, rate, review, and follow. We watch a movie every day. I've been telling you what I'm going to review because I knew I'd watch this yesterday, and I did. I paid $14.99 to watch Jennifer Hudson be Aretha Franklin, I would have paid $99.99. Her performance as Aretha Franklin brings me back to her talent, which was exhibited not for me. I never watched her on. Wasn't she on uh, American Idol, I think? I'm not sure she ever won American Idol. I'm not sure it actually matters. But she then became an actress and a singer. And her performance in Dreamgirls is amongst the best ever in a musical movie. I had no idea the story of Aretha Franklin. I did not know anything about her past. I didn't know anything about her father. I didn't know anything about the abuse that she took. I didn't know anything about the way her career basically happened. How, what a slow start her career had. I knew her as the Queen of Soul. One of my favorite Aretha Franklin songs. You make me feel like a natural 
woman. But I also love the one she did with George Michael. Knew you were waiting. Knew you were waiting for me. This is a movie that is well worth your time. I don't know what channel it's on because it's in theaters. So I may have gotten it just on Amazon or on iTunes. The performance and the singing by Jennifer Hudson is first rate. Forrest Whitaker plays her father and does it in a way. Why are all of these men so angry and controlling? And, and Aretha Franklin's first husband was such a jackass. I don't understand what it is about men that cannot be around successful women. I don't get it. Are you that insecure about the size of your penis that you cannot allow a woman in your life to be successful? And that you've got to exhibit a level of control that leads to violence. I don't get it. It makes me crazy. All right. We talked about Kyrie Irving. I, I've just about had enough of him. But I do want to talk about an announcement that was made yesterday. The NBA announced that if players do not play games and they miss games, because they are not vaccinated, we're not talking load management, we're not talking fake knee injuries or, oh, my shoulder hurts or, oh, my gynecogazoint, I've got some spilkus in my gynecogazoint. We're not talking about that. We're talking about for those who don't want to get the simple shot in the arm. If you don't get the vaccination and you miss games, here's a surprise. You're not going to get paid. Everybody's up in arms. What is everybody up in arms about? I'd like you to walk into your business today, or if you're listening to this on the way home, walk in tomorrow, go up to your boss and say, I know that my job in construction means I've got to wear a helmet. I've decided I'm not going to wear a helmet. I'm against helmets. I don't like what they do to my hair. I don't feel it's fashionable enough. And that your foreman says, thank you. You shan't be coming to work any longer. When you work in a bar, listen, I appreciate the job. I don't feel like serving beer today. So if anyone asks for beer, they're going to have to ask someone else. I'm not doing it. Okay, thank you. Don't bother coming into work. If the law says that you've got to be vaccinated to play in Barclays Center in Brooklyn and you choose not to get vaccinated, therefore you cannot play home games, do you really expect to get paid your full salary? If you are not vaccinated and you then contract COVID and cause your team or yourself not to be able to play, do you really, because you're quarantined, because that is the rule that you've agreed to as a union, forget the law, that's a rule. Do you expect to get paid? I think the NBA and Adam Silver are being wussies. They can go further and they should go further. Hey, Kyrie. You don't want to play because you don't want to get vaccinated? Okay. Guess what? That big guaranteed deal you signed, that max deal with the Brooklyn Nets, bye-bye. We're voiding your contract. You have violated Clause Gimmel Section DOS. You have to keep yourself in first-class physical condition. Um. You've got to follow rules and act in the best interest of your team. Oh, I know what's in the best interest of my team, not to play home games. People who think I'm being too preachy about vaccinations, still download and subscribe. You could unsubscribe, but then resubscribe. I'm not preachy about vaccinations. You want to be moronic? My pleasure. 
What I'm preachy about is those people who think they don't have to follow the rules of the people they work for, but still expect to get paid. As a private company, how you doing over there at United Airlines? Everyone good? Everyone happy? Yeah, you're not vaccinated. You're fired. You think Bob Boone is crying in his milk? Nah, he got fired because he wouldn't get vaccinated in the front office of the Washington Nationals. You are going to see this everywhere. Oh, you want to get another job? Get another job. Go work for Delta or American. They're going to change their rules too. Go work for another baseball team. They're going to change their rules too. Vaccinations are going to be required the way they're required for anything else. Your choice. You don't want to work, don't work. I'm good with it. I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you to get vaccinated. I'd like this to become an end, an endemic, not a pandemic. I'd like us to be done, no doubt, but I'm not going to force you to do something. I'm all into the choice. Your body, your choice. <laughs> ah. Ted Cruz, your body, your choice. I'm with you, Kyrie Irving. But by the way, you better not be a woman who wants to terminate a pregnancy because then it's not your body, your choice. Uh, come on, get to me on Twitter right now. Do it. Get into my mentions and dare to tell me that I want to kill people and babies and I don't understand how significant. Do it. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to mute you. Nothing personal pick of the day. I, we were right by the wrong reason. I, I admit it. We said the Dodgers would beat the Padres because Scherzer would have a good tune-up for the wild card game. Scherzer was mediocre with a capital M. Maybe he's tired. Maybe he just had a bad game. But guess what? The Padres are so bad that betting for them to lose, it should just be what you do the rest of the season. They're 78 and 80. This Padres team is not going to finish above 500. They have to go four out of their last four. Anyone want to make a little dollar betty that they don't win four in a row? We're back to 20 games over, 126 and 106. I was watching the Yankees and the Blue Jays. I was watching Garrett Cole get shellacked, even though people say, oh, I love this when people say this. He didn't get shelled. He made it through six innings. We don't judge starting pitchers who are our aces by getting through six innings and giving up. What did he give up, Coca? Four runs, five runs, five earned runs for Garrett Cole against the Blue Jays. Oh, he got us through six. Good for him. And Joey Gallo should have caught that fly ball. Who cares? The Jays have a chance to win the series. The wild card in the American League is so wild. Sandy, uh, Seattle, San Diego, cut that. Four, 10, nine. Seattle keeps winning. Seattle's a half game back. Toronto's a half game back of the Red Sox. We're only a game back of the Yankees. Could it be a four-way tie? I'd like it. I've got Robbie Ray going tonight. He's going against Corey. I'm not going to get 20 starts, so Samson's going to win the weight to see from nothing personal. And by the way, I don't deserve $11 million because I've been hurt. And when I don't not hurt, I'm really not that good, but I did get a no-hitter. So all of you think I'm great is going for the Yankees. The Toronto Blue Jays have four players with over 100 RBI. Their lineup is just good. Robbie Ray has a chance for the Cy Young competing with the aforementioned Cole and who else is competing in the American League? Maybe it's just them. I'm taking the Blue Jays. Now there's a Thursday night game. I just can't get myself to watch Trevor Lawrence again. And he's playing the Bengals. I just can't do it. So I'm not going to do it. 
I'm not going to watch the game. I'm not going to pick the game. Will the Jaguars go to 0-4? If they do, we're going to have a good laugh on tomorrow's show about Urban Oscar Meyer and how he may have lost more games in his first month coaching in the NFL than he did in his entire collegiate career. And then the countdown will start. How quickly will you be back in college football, Urban Baloney Meyer? So there is one player who's back in the pros, and I don't know how I feel about it. His name is Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman played for Seattle for many years, then went to the Niners. Richard Sherman is an outstanding football player, plays cornerback. Richard Sherman got arrested for a domestic disturbance when he tried to break into his in-law's house. He was charged with numerous crimes. And guess what? He's now on what could be the best team in football. He was unsigned until this week when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and his erstwhile sworn enemy, Tom Brady, called him on the phone and say, hey, Richard, come come join us. Let's win a ring together. Let's get it on. This is the same Richard Sherman who had given who had done some shading of Tom Brady back in the day when he was with the New England Patriots. He is now with the Buccaneers, and I'd like to tell you whether or not I would sign him. And the answer is no. Richard Sherman gave a quote when talking about what happened to him. He said it led to some really positive changes, some help, some therapy, some tools that I didn't have before to address some things that you kind of let stack up in your mind, that you never have time to address them. It's not the right moment. It's not the right place in your life to deal with those emotions and feelings. I resemble those comments. I spent the better part of my 53 years on this earth completely hiding from anything that I felt, turning my back to it, not wanting to examine it, going through tons of therapies and not and lying to therapists about stuff that was going on or that had gone on. And so I am very sympathetic to people who want and are willing to seek help who are open to the possibility of getting better, open to the possibility of recognizing their deficiencies, their blind spots. Remember, I've got blind spots that would make make you sweat inside a sauna. Wow, did I mix that metaphor? I've got blind spots. <laughs> what is going on? Ready? Here we go. 14, 20, 69. Coca, are you aware that I have blind spots that would make you sweat inside an igloo naked? So I have great respect for Richard Sherman seeking therapy, trying to get better and take care of his anger. But before I sign him to be a member of the team, before he's active in the National Football League, take care of that. Because it's not 45 minutes once a week that will cure you. It's not an hour and a half twice a week that will cure you. I'm talking about intensive therapy that makes you examine why you have the temper you have. I don't have a temper. That's not the stuff I was examining. That makes you figure out why you do the things you do that put people in physical harm. Again, people have different reasons for therapy. Physicality was never one of mine. As you know, I've never punched anyone or been punched in my life. It is not enough 
to tell the NFL that I'm going to take care of it. Don't you worry. Meanwhile, let me play. But the NFL has done this time and time again with people who have been accused or have been obviously involved in domestic violence. The NFL does maybe is suspended two games, four games, six games, but then welcome back. Do you know why teams do that? It's fascinating to me. Teams are very willing to look the other way when it's a player that can be helpful. And the Buccaneers understand that they need some seniority in the backfield. They need his counsel. They announced after his first practice that he was already helping, that he flew overnight from California to Tampa, was in pads four hours later after his physical and COVID test, and was already giving words of advice and encouragement to the younger cornerbacks on the team. The desire to win when you run a sports team pretty much outweighs and outstrips every other possible morality play or thought that you may have. The only time teams turn their back on players who are good is when the public pressure is so great they have no choice. And even then they wait and wait on the hope that the story will subside, that someone else will make a headline. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Antonio Brown on their team. It seems almost like they are the place where people go for redemption. Come to Tom Brady's team. Come down to the city by the bay. That's San Francisco, actually. When the lights go down. No. Come to Tampa. We're going to win a ring and make everything okay. You don't have to be the superstar here. Just be one of the guys. Well, if Tampa and the NFL really wanted to take a stand against violence towards women, violence towards people, they would put winning a ring secondary. But they don't. And teams don't. What happens if the public goes one step further? What happens if the public says we're not going to take it anymore? And the public says we want the NFL to be better. Would that pressure them into more suspensions? Would it pressure them and teams into not signing players who they want to sign, who they think can help them? I've got to wait to see where I say something's going to happen. And when it does, I revisit it. When it doesn't, I revisit it. This is a personal way to see about Richard Sherman. And the reason why it's personal is that I'm not wishing this upon him. I'm simply predicting that it's going to happen. Richard Sherman will not play a playoff game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the following reason. A combination of ineffectiveness, suspension, or recidivism. If you don't properly treat the underlying issue, you are bound to have a repeat episode. The experiment with Richard Sherman only works if he performs. And my way to see is that Richard Sherman will not perform well enough on or off the field that he will not be a playoff performer for that Buccaneers team. Well, that is our show for today. God, it goes fast every day, but we're going to be back here tomorrow with plenty to talk about. Remember, it's just business. This is nothing personal. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.